Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. <laughs> I feel and like, we're back. I feel like we haven't been together. I mean, we've been together. But we haven't done an episode together mm-hmm. with just us two in a minute. Yeah. And it's crazy because the last... Oh, I keep thinking it's three. I keep thinking it's more than what it was, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, the last two that we did previous to this episode was... Last Monday was with Kea Lohilani. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Ooh, like that? I fucked that up. I banged that out. Made she, it my She been practicing. <laughs> Actually, after we talked about it, like after we did it in the uh-huh. video, I was like, wow. I was mad gassed for what? it was. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did the last one Monday with her. So if you haven't watched that, go and mm-hmm. Check it watch out. episode 40, um, Queen of the Switch Up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you thirsty ass. <laughs> <laughs> You thirsty Stop. ass done did it already because she was popping or whatever, but as you should. Yeah. And then the one before that, episode 39, we did with Lexi and Kristen, mm-hmm. which was just as juicy. And mm-hmm. I know y'all watched that one, but go ahead and watch it again. Who, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a right. friend. Right. Um, so yeah, we had probably three people since yeah. then. Because we did the two with um Kristen. Yeah, so I think, I mean, I think we've been having a lot of good guests, Mm -hmm. good guests. Um, What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments what you thought about them. Um, And it's a little bit weird because it's like we have the opportunity to do it with more guests. However, they don't live in the area. And the fact that some guests have driven over an hour and a half to come over here is like ridiculous. Like Lexi came from, you know, New York. Yeah. we have some other people who are coming from far as well, but it's like, you know, it's a drive for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm super grateful that they are coming over here, but getting people on the podcast is a little struggle just because of the location. Yeah. I think if we were in a popular city like New York, LA, of course, right? Um, and I know that there are studios out, out there, like, you know, what the fuck media studios. But, yo, it's, it's expensive to be recording one of those studios. Like, you spent close to $200, $300 for yeah. it. Because it's legit. I mean, it's professional, obviously. Uh, but we're not there yet. And anything more, like, I would be sick as fuck if we did have the mm-hmm. opportunity to rent a studio. And then the guest and then is we, whack. And, yeah, not even that the guest is whack, but that we don't even have a guest. Like, a guest doesn't show up. Oh, shit. yeah, that's scary. And I've seen that happen or, like, they show up late. Like, you can't be late to these studios because other people are recording in there as well. Um, yeah. The studio that we went to to record with Horrible deci- Decisions with Mandy's studio, Jesse Reyes was um, a guest there. And on some other podcasts, which is so crazy. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't. I, didn't I, I thought know I sent you a picture, but yeah, someone was. Um, they had like a podcast episode, and Jesse Re- Jesse Reyes was a was a um, guest on the podcast. 
And she took uh, a picture where we took a picture. I'm sick as hell I wasn't there. Right. Imagine we were there on the same day. It would have been too much. Ooh, that would have <laughs> been my third time meeting her. <laughs> and we're going to see her again. Um, yeah, by the time this comes out. Yeah, probably already saw us. Yeah. Because we see people in concerts when we go. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll, we'll run into somebody. Um, but yeah, so what are we going to talk about today? All right. So I want to get into the conversation of serial dating, y'all. Let's really fucking talk about the toxicity, Mm y'all. Let's really get into it because we really don't realize, like, people just be out here moving and grooving. Like, this generation is so superficial. It's, like, crazy to me. Mm -hmm. It's, like, everybody wants to be loved or be in this, you know, um, like, idealistic relationship Mm -hmm. and nobody really is about it Mm -hmm. you know so that's why i wanted to get into this Mm -hmm. excuse me so like what is serial dating to you babe you have an idea it sounds like serial killer (laughs) so it sounds like you just keep doing the same thing like you keep on and on and on you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it um have you ever had a time in your life where you were like a serial dater Girl, I think we're all guilty of serial dating. Uh-huh. Um, because I think after your first relationship, at least for me, it was just like free bands, yo. I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting to know people. And I think once you get into that point in your life where like you're getting to know people, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a high getting to know new people, different mm-hmm. people than what you're used to. Right. Um, that I think it kind of pushes you in the direction to where you start just dating people yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. Um, and I'm very guilty of ghosting people. Oh, you'll time. be ghosting people. In my younger days, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, girl. But I mean, <laughs> that's the shit that I'm people were doing anyway. I've been ghosted. So, so, you, so you would go on dates and then you didn't like the date and then you would ghost okay, so, them. Okay, so, so no, I wasn't that ignorant. So okay, okay. here's the thing, though. Anything that I've um, gotten into or like have done, and I hate to say it, again, we're all fucking guilty of it. I don't care. Um, is like you do what's been done to you type mm-hmm. shit. Oh yeah. So you know, I've been ghosted. I've happened to ghost. Yeah. I've been played. I've happened to play. Like uh-huh. you know. And unfortunately, the people on the receiving end of yeah. the fuckery happens to be the better people, like the good people who kind of don't deserve the shit. But because you mm-hmm. got fucked over in the one before, you know, it's kind of like your payback, yeah. which bites us in the ass. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, I haven't gone on a date and ghosted people. Um, I think like I just gradually get into a position of where I ghost people. Yeah. Where it's like I would date them at first, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like get to know them and because for for the most part I've been fortunate enough to meet good people where mm-hmm. I actually enjoy their company. And um it was just like after some time, I just realized, all right, like I don't know how much more time I'm going to give until mm-hmm. I feel like I'm some type of invested here, but I just don't think that it's going to work. When do you think it's like an appropriate time to ghost someone or is it ever appropriate? Like, is I ever mean, I right? don't think ghosting anyone is appropriate, period. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, I don't know that there's an appropriate time either. I would say like, so I've gone out, drank a little bit too much, be giving my numbers to people left and right, right? <laughs> 
She's I'm, just way too she's nice. different when she drinks. Like, drunk. I really just love the free drinks. Whatever you want my number, I'll give you my number. Super this flirty when she's drunk. Oh, stop it. Before her, obviously. And then in the morning, like, I would see the text message and I'm like, yeah, never responding to this person. Like, I'm blocking them. I'm like, oh. That yeah. makes sense, though. Yeah, that's when it's appropriate to me. Mm-hmm. But I've never been the type of person to go somebody because I feel like I'm too honest. Mm-hmm. I've gone on dates with people that have gone terribly wrong. And the following day or even the night of, I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to talk about the dates because we're going to leave that for Patreon because I've been on some interesting dates. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just didn't have the heart to just continue ignoring after we had like a couple conversations and maybe like a date or two. I feel like they deserve the right to know. And, and maybe they don't, whatever. But in my eyes, I felt like, you know what? I would want someone to tell me mm-hmm. that they're not fucking with me rather than keep ignoring me and like keep leaving me on red. And I've been ghosted once before. <laughs> and I was like, me? You're ghosting me? Um, and and I wanted to know why because I was like, what? I thought we was like, I thought everything yeah. was going well. We went on a couple dates. Like, what the fuck? And then. I asked them and then they were just giving me like some bullshit answers. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to dig into it because it, it it was one of those things where it was like, I wanted closure in a sense. And they were bullshitting it and mm-hmm. kind of telling me something that um, probably would make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like their excuse was, well, you're, you know, you're in school, you're getting your master's, you're just super busy. Stop making those decisions for, for me. You, right. I know That's... how to manage my time. And if I'm in school and I'm talking to you and dating you, you don't got to worry about how I manage it because I'm, I'm making time for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was bullshit. And I was like, you know what? And they were a Gemini. So I was like, you know what? I feel like, <laughs> In my, now, I, I wasn't, like, a super ghoster out here because, like you said, like, I know from experience where, damn, I want to know what I did. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what what could I have done differently? Like, I hate to be left on a fucking cliffhanger. Um, but I'm talking, like, my young, young days. Like, fucking high school. And that, I guess, that, oh, not that that was appropriate, have- but that make like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I think as I tried to be that person, the older I got, like you said, I I got caught up in the idea of like, I don't, if I would want the same respect, I would give it. However, I did use the bullshit and I made it more so like vice versa (laughs) where it was more about my time. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm just super busy. I got got a lot going on. Yeah. Like there was, there was always something going on. So that was kind of like a, I need to direct my attention elsewhere which is why i can't be here like you're just better yeah. off not being here type shit but sometimes that is true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was and sometimes i might have taken like it wasn't that i wasn't going through shit but i might have taken advantage of the shit that i was dealing with to detach from mm-hmm. certain situations um however even when you detach from people that can't create those bonds with people mm-hmm. and you decide to like, all right, that's not for me. We very quickly end up finding someone else to be involved with. And at that right. point, I think that that's just when we don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple, you know, a couple notes here on mm-hmm. serial dating, which I also learned something in looking some of these up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read what I have and we can just slide mm-hmm. and glide through there. So. 
for those of you who don't know the exact definition or have any understanding of what serial dating is, a serial dater is someone who dates many people in a short amount of time because they love the feeling of the chase. Basically, they just love love. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple examples of signs that you could potentially look for. However, this may differ mm-hmm. between people. So this don't work for everybody. A quick couple signs, y'all. Um, one, serial daters like to have long dates early on. Guilty? You like long dates? Um, I think with girls, it's just a given. Mm-hmm. Everything's like, long. So I, this could be like a little... Maybe this is like a heterosexual thing. Yeah. Like if you go on a long date and it's like a straight, like you're, it's a straight date, a heterosexual date, then that's odd. Because I've been on dates with guys and I wouldn't consider them long. There was one date. There was one date that was like super long and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was to say, were you over I it? was over it. I'm like, damn, when are they going to leave? Looking at the damn time. Like, damn. Oh, man. I hate that. But yeah, continue. Yeah, no, no. Um, another one is they're always casual. So basically, they always chill, like non per, oh, non personable, mm-hmm. and just like downplaying everything, mm-hmm. like just real, like just always, uh-huh. always casual. Yeah, too cool. Yeah, too Which, cool for school. Mm. So another one is they always get physical fast. Uh huh. Which, you know, the kissing, the touching, yeah. the, like, let's have some sexy time. Oh, or, like, really quick to the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is you, they like to make you jealous. Mm-hmm. They always want to rise out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, when you fuck with somebody and they're just like, oh, you know. I feel like with, with people like this, they just want to make you. They like the idea of making people fall for them. Oh, yeah. That's what I get from that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why you want to make me jealous? I'm not even your shorty. <laughs> I'm your boo or whatever. Um, another one, I don't know how to say that. So just I'm just going to skip that one. Just say grand. Okay. They make grand statements. Yeah. I've never seen that word. It's, it's something completely different, but I guess it, that's pretty much what it is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really have an example for that. I'm sorry. I feel like they probably like gas you like all day. Like you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in the world. Like like crazy shit like that. Like all this the time. This was the best date I ever had. Yeah. yeah. Like not for nothing, but like, <laughs> like, please cut the shit. So they're the biggest <laughs> bullshitter basically. Uh-huh. And then they ghost you. Boom. Go off the grid. That was the last one. Yeah. So those were like examples. So of these signs, are signs y'all. of serial daters. Yeah. This sounds like signs of fuckboys. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Uh, the fuckboy handbook. That's what it's giving. Yeah. I think this also ties in with um, love bombing, which we talked about in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like briefly, but basically like love bombing is like when they show you all this love very quickly, very early on, and you feel like, oh my God, like this person is perfect. Like they you know, take you on this, like, extravagant first date. They, like, bring you gifts and things like that. And sometimes it is genuine, but sometimes it's classified as, like, love bombing, where it's, like, they want to do all these things to make you feel like they're the best person that you've ever met, when in reality, they're probably, like, a narcissist. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's like, wrong, because it's, like, how do you differ differentiate Um, yeah the two like how do you know if someone's genuine or not Mm -hmm. sometimes you really don't know until like later on which is scary but i think this ties in with it that's the wild part Mm -hmm. 
So a few other examples that I had, which I'm going to just read them real quick, was just, again, I already said this, things happen quickly, them wanting to rush, whether it's like always seeing each other or like the physical aspect of things. Um, but um, so basically like when you're with them and then they're all wandering, looking for like the next person, you know, they, that's looking yeah. for their next lover. What's mm-hmm. that quote? I don't know. We've mentioned it before. We're looking for. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. They get bored easily. They change the topics. They talk about other dates or dating online. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um. They're charming, and then the dates are short. I've been on the dates. I've been on some dates like this, but I would want to say it was mainly with men. Mm-hmm. Um. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, like that superficialness. I mm-hmm. feel like guys are just like, all right, cool, like. I'll get you at my funniness and whatever. But when they're not interested or like mm-hmm. they're not bored, you kind of see like the energy shift. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you don't feel it doesn't feel as welcoming mm-hmm. and like as, you know. Yeah. So I think like that's what makes me think only because like I haven't experienced that with women. Like if I'm on a date with you, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not um this is going to go f- anywhere, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be present in the time and in the person that I'm with. And mm-hmm. just, you know, but I guess that also depends on the environment. Because yeah. if you take somebody out and you're like, like you go on a date and you're like at a club or something or mm-hmm. like that shit's weird. Like, obviously, I can't talk to you, but I'm definitely going to find the next shorty there. Like, yeah. So weird shit like that. Tragic. All right, so I learned something in looking some of this shit up. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing, but I think that it pertains more um, to women-on-women relationships. And it's called serial monogamy. And I only say that, again, because not that, you know, as women we don't date. But I think we date with the intentions of having relationships. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's no fucking secret that people specifically women mm-hmm. jump from relationship to relationship yeah you agree you feel like that oh for sure not no shade on us women Ah, you know again mm-hmm. we're guilty of it it's not saying we can't be alone and i think like in this i feel like now women are doing a better job you know just being alone mm-hmm. you know self-loving taking care of themselves um but i think that that's really hard to kind of grow into when you're always in a relationship or if you're like in your first still long-term relationship you know Mm -hmm. i feel like when it comes to our first it's really hard to uh move forward from that or move away from that because in the beginning we're like super pure right Mm -hmm. we're our purest and then we get with someone with these intentions and ideas that it's gonna last forever or you know like it's just deeper Mm-hmm. I guess in the beginning so it's like you want to keep that and then people just don't know how to be alone I feel like because they spent so much time with someone yeah so real quick I'll give you the definition a serial monogamous is a person who moves from one romantic relationship to another very quickly spending little time as possible single yeah I mean we see that now on social media Jumping from relationship to relationship. And it amazes me because I just don't know how people do it. Like, I've seen people even, like, close to me do it. And I'm just like, that's cool. I get it. 
I've gotten to situationships yeah. after, sh- you know, shit. But even after a relationship, I feel like it would take me a long time mm-hmm. to bounce back. Like, to even want to put myself in a space where I need to be in a situationship, where I want yeah. to entertain someone else. I think this is important even for people who can't relate to this because if you notice that the person that you just started talking to or dating, like you guys start talking about past relationships and you don't notice that they just got a relationship and before that they were like in another relationship, I think that's a like a red flag to like watch out for. Um, this At girl, this point, it's like, what girlfriend are you talking about? Right. Um, this girl that I dated, like we started dating literally like right after her and her girlfriend broke up and then she started dating someone right after me and her were done it was like she will she would not take breaks maybe like a two-week break and she was moving on to the next person already um and and moving on to straight girls of course (laughs) um so they they were like a serial monogamous where it's like they ended ended a relationship took zero time to heal and just went on to another relationship carrying everything negatively from past relationship into the new relationship which is why we say it's so important to like heal yourself you don't have to be 100 percent healed like you don't have to be this perfect person i think sometimes it could be a little toxic if you if you try to do all these like self-help things like i've been in in those shoes for example like you try to work out you try to meditate you try to read books you try to like listen to podcasts like, do everything that's at once. all you do that's all you do that's all you focus on and then when you don't do it you feel like the fuck am i doing like i'm not working on myself like i need to go back to that and that could be a little toxic too like you deserve to just chill and like lay mm-hmm. down watch tv like watch netflix watch reality tv like watch all the shit that they tell you not to do And sometimes they even take it overboard and they're like, you need to take a cold shower. (laughs) And like, no, we don't got to do a cold shower. Girl, like I was listening to podcasts and they would and they would be like, yeah, like take a cold shower. Like you got to take a cold shower. Like the craziest things that they would work out two times a day. Like you it's fine if you work out three times a week. You Mm -hmm. don't got to work out two times a day. And that's why I came here relate with these challenges like. I started, we started going back to the gym and stuff, but like my, I was talking to my dad about it and he was like, it's good that you're going to the gym, but like, don't overdo it. Cause you always do that. And like, I would go crazy at the gym, log my meals, log all my protein. And then I would get burnt out mm-hmm. cause I keep doing the same thing. And like your body needs something different at times. So, yeah. um, you don't have to be a hundred percent. Well, I think like the whole self love and mm-hmm. like trying to like grow from the fucking disaster you just went through after being in a relationship i think it's essential like we talk about it a lot we always say you know give yourself time you know get into hobbies that you used to love or find a new hobby that you you know will get you into a better um, mental space but Mm -hmm. in all reality like you said like od in that shit i don't know if it's like a because we want a sense of control mm-hmm. in our life, being as though you couldn't control most of the shit that happened mm-hmm. in a relationship. But also, is it that we just want to one-up, you know, our ex-person? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, I got to hurry up and be the best version of me so they can see how fucked up it is for them to do what they had did, you know? Mm-hmm. So that they can fucking regret the shit that they did. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, initially you want to do those things. Like you want to lose weight. You want to look better. You want to be financially thriving or like partying, living your best life and letting the world see. But ultimately your target is your ex. Um, it's like that. It don't gotta be like that. Like it has to be for us. I think everything could get OD. Mm -hmm. Like, you could overdo a lot of things. You could overdo going to the gym and hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, and at that point in my life, I was trying to heal and stuff like that. I was going to CrossFit in the morning, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., walling out. I was also doing, I was fasting. So that means that I was, I wasn't eating from like 8 p.m. or like 6 p.m. until 12 p.m. the next day. Mind you, I'm like working out in the morning, over like literally overdoing it, and to the I got so skinny, like skinnier than I've ever seen myself. Um, I mean, I felt cute, whatever it is, what it is. But then I look at old pictures, and I'm like, yeah, damn, I overdid it a little bit. And people don't tell you that because you're just sitting this high, like, girl, I'm working out, mm-hmm. I'm going to the gym. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm living my best. Like, I'm right. looking better than ever, and it's just like. You know, there's there's always gonna be a different version of us as as we continue to like get older. Mm-hmm. But like she was saying, you know, it's real easy to get caught up in that in that um stage where you're overdoing it. You know, you gotta be patient, let things happen. You'll get to those goals eventually at some point, mm-hmm. but don't don't overdo it for sure. All right, so I'm just going to go over. I got a few signs for serial monogamy, too. So for those of you who may not recognize some of the the red flags or mm-hmm. know that potentially you are this kind of person, you know, it's something to think about. So one is struggling to stay single. Of course, people don't like to be alone. Uh, they always need the company of a person. Um, another one is difficulty with self-esteem, boredom, or like I said, loneliness when single. Inability to leave to leave a relationship without a new potential partner lined up. Ooh, that should make me tight. That's <laughs> that should make really tight because people really do that. Mm-hmm. People really be like, "All right, this is about to end," or "All right, I'm about to end this because I got another person on the side waiting." Like, I hate that shit, but I'm gonna keep going before I fucking get off topic again. Uh, feeling easily bored or restless in a relationship—that's when you stop giving a fuck. <laughs> Um, looking for a new relationship as soon as your current one ends or just before a breakup shady bitch uh, and relationships quickly becoming very serious or intense no shade the <laughs> this like okay I don't think people realize like the disrespect or the shady shit that they do um now like for me I'm not I'm not a person that's easily disrespected like i just feel like i i try to let shit just like be what it is right uh-huh. of course when you disrespect it you won't you won't let somebody know mm-hmm. um so i think sometimes i take things lightly but it's like at some point you can't take everything lightly in my situation i experienced being with someone stop the whole situation and then literally the person had the nerve to have pictures of me on their Instagram and then right over top of our pictures were pictures of them with their new person. I hate when people do that. And and it's crazy because the person that, that they were they were so gassed to be posting mm-hmm. was 
a shorty she didn't even end up with. Like she yeah. ended up realizing the shorty was crazy and like dubbed her. Yeah. So it wasn't even like your long term shorty. It was just somebody you was hype mm-hmm. with at the time. And it's like I take my posts like serious. <laughs> like my Instagram posts, I take serious. If I post you, if I give you a little bit of my story, you're very lucky. But if I go out of my way to put an entire post of you to stay there for people to go back and look at, right? That's some that's some real shit, right? Right. That holds a little bit of value. Yeah, but so, other people will be like, it's not even that serious. Like you know, they were part of my life, and like you know, I could keep those memories. No, 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 no. You want to keep those memories? Keep them fucking memories in a closet somewhere to your fucking self. <laughs> I don't think that. And and at the time, I was just like. That's corny. You're fucking playing me. I don't know how people are okay with that. Like, I don't, it's just not me. Like, I would be like, yeah, that's weird. Like, archive the pictures. You ain't even gotta delete them. Yeah, like, it don't gotta be open to the public. What is this? Yeah. Like, what kind of one? Okay, you don't care that you look stupid on your own profile? Fine. But don't make other people look stupid. Yeah. Don't make her look stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't make me look dumb. Right. Like, I can't do nothing. That's your fucking profile. Right. But your partner that you're currently with, come yeah. on, do better. Do yeah. Better. Yep. I, Tragic. <laughs> that's why I don't be posting people. I'll just be to myself. Yeah, I, I really never bitch. really posted people either, so I can't talk. That's other a, than you. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that's a serious commitment, but it's not a serious commitment. I just feel like, you know, I I tend to be a little bit more thoughtful in the shit that I share and the people that I share on my um social media. Some is mostly because, you know, people on my social media be weird as fuck. And then also at the same time, it's like, mm, is that person really deserving of being on my social media? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've had some weird shit happen on social media where you post someone and other motherfuckers is hopping in their DMs mm-hmm. and now you got people that you used to talk to, talking to people that you are talking to or mm-hmm. just weird dynamics. So mm, just be a little bit more thoughtful is all I'm saying. Tragic. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I don't know. I don't remember where that topic came from either. But yeah, <laughs> we're just full of, well, it's not really off topic, but yeah. I forget how I started. That's my fucking point. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's all I got for my serial serial monogamy. I can't even say it, girl. I can never say that word. That's yeah. why I don't. I don't say it. Monogamy. So you want to be a lover boy or a lover girl? Do your thing, but stop it. Stop it with the back to back. Okay. Take a little break. Yeah, Just I know break. you're tired. I would be tired. Yeah, facts. <laughs> All right, well, that's done. Now okay. we want to get into a family meeting because I got a little look at it mm-hmm. and I feel like it's giving juicy. So, in our previous, not our previous podcast, was it our previous podcast? Whatever, it doesn't matter. We have posted on TikTok someone who sent us a question and basically it was like um, that she wanted to use a strap on her girl. However, her girl was against it. However, her girl also used to use straps with her exes so she was just confused as to like why can't you why can't you use a strap with me but you've used them with your exes and we responded to her kind of like explaining our side whatever it got a lot of attention on tiktok for whatever reason so they followed up and they said so i've already asked you guys the question about a strap on your last video 
But to follow that up, what if she did like it in the past from other people and she has told you about it but still won't do that with you? Hmm. So therefore, she liked getting strapped in her previous relationships, but she's still not willing to do so in this relationship. First of all, I just want to say your contacts are immaculate. You you could read that. Oh, yeah, girl, my contacts. I mean, I'm, I'm the one with 2020, and I low-key feel like maybe it's just the way that the screen is set up because I, I could hardly read that. Anyway, sit down, friend. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm not going to lie. I'd probably be asking these questions too, you know. Um, I hate to say it, but in a sense, in the way your partner talks about their past, that's kind of all we – not all we have um, – but that's like what we can take away from like what it is that you want or don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, things change, you know, what she may have liked before. It's okay for her not to like now, mm-hmm. just as if you did or didn't like something. Um, so don't take that away from your partner. If she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. But I definitely think that she should be giving you an example. I mean, a explanation at least like, why don't you like it? Like, what's what's the issue? Is it a me thing? Is it a you thing? Like, I, I don't know. I think I'd just be asking questions. Because yeah. I think at that point, we're just, we kind of get into our heads. Like, mm-hmm. well, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I different? Yeah. Because then I could understand that the person who submitted this question feels like, she just doesn't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. She don't trust me to do it. Yeah. She think I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. She's not confident in my sex skills. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would think. Right. It'd be, it'd be a little insulting. Uh-huh. It'd be a little insulting because it's just like, okay, like, what the fuck? Like you said, like, mm-hmm. so you just think, like, I'm just not about that life? Or or is it that you don't want to go through the beginning stages of it? Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't remember if you if this person mentioned previously in the yeah, last question if, if it was their first time as well actually mm-hmm. handling um, a strap. But then I feel like, okay, if it's your first time handling a strap, it, it's definitely going to be some time before it's actually enjoyable, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say some time. It really depends on how good of a learner you are. Um, but I can understand that maybe. But if you know what you're doing... Yeah, let's talk about it. Why we not like what's yeah. good? But I also think it's okay for you to not like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, right. Or like that's respectable. Like you, sh- we should be able to respect those requests from my partner. Yeah, they're not always gonna like something from every person. You know, just because mm-hmm. it was a previous situation doesn't mean it has to be a present situation. You know. Yeah. So we just have to respect that. Um. Like we said, it's a conversation. Ask her why. What is it? You know, how can we potentially change that? If she's not willing to change her mind, then that just has to be something that you respect. Yeah. You can't peer pressure someone, you know? Mm -mm. (sighs) All right. Well, I hope that answers her question. All right. Next one. I was talking to someone and I really liked her, but she made a rape joke. So I cut her off. I have only known her for two months. It hurt me to stop talking to her, but I felt it was a boundary I had to set. I'm a rape survivor, and it really triggered me. I also work with victims, so it 
regrets. Like, why would you say that? Part of me regrets not having. Part of me regrets not having her. Not giving. Oh, Jesus Christ. Part of me regrets not giving her a chance to talk about it. But at the same time, it's 2022. Would you have cut someone off for that? You know I will cut them she, off. She, yeah. She, mm. I could care less, girl. She got a hundred million different types of scissors I've in her back pocket. I cut people off for, for less, like, <laughs> things that aren't this bad. Um, I don't know if she knew that you were a rape survivor, but at the end of the day, it's nothing to joke about. I don't, I don't like shit like that. Like you said, it's 2022. Um... I'm familiar and I have people in my life who have been rape survivors. So I take that seriously and I I would cut her off as well. So don't feel bad for that. Like, <laughs> honestly, if this if if you cut her off for this, like, let's say let's say she didn't say the joke. There was going to be something else that probably pissed you off. Like, I don't know. There was probably going to be something else. Maybe you guys just really weren't meant to be. So don't feel bad. That's my take mm-hmm. on it. What do you think? I just feel like... Um, she had you guys been talking for two months. Does she not know that you deal with these things? Like, I can understand her not knowing your situation mm-hmm. personally, potentially, if it was too early for you guys to have that conversation. But you just said you also work with victims, so wouldn't that be something that she kind of knew that like, it wouldn't be a joke that you would take lightly? You know, I just think that was that was fairly careless. You know, if she was really, you know, trying to fuck with you, I think she would be a little bit more careful about the things she would say. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't think it was bad for you to cut her off, I guess, only because you got, like you said, you had to set boundaries. And yes, 2022, but we, it's also like, know what the fuck you're saying, but at the same time, people just say whatever the fuck they want. And, the difference in that, like, being the person that, where you're like, yo, be careful what the fuck you're saying. If you're going to have somebody who's going to talk their shit, hold them accountable. And that's all that you did. You held them accountable for something that you didn't think was okay. If you would have let that slide, it would have just been like, all right, well, now I can't say shit around you. And it might have been her cutting you off now. Like, right. it could have went, went any which way. Um, but... You well, do you think cutting. this person? Do you think this person deserves a second chance? I don't know. I I can't give that mm-hmm. um, answer. That's definitely up to you. I'm asking because I know you like to give people second chances. I do. Uh huh. I do. I try to be nice. Um, I try to give people the benefit the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. only because we are. I don't want to say very quick um, with just going what we feel Mm -hmm. or like, you know, taking shit and leaving it. Um, But I think that sometimes not everybody deserves, you know, the strings cut, Mm -hmm. you know, immediately. Sometimes people really don't know what they're doing and it's just up to you or what they're saying. And sometimes it is up to us to be... um, to educate them. Yeah. In a sense. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like um I'm a little like um on the fence with that because it's like 
why do we have to be the voice? Like, why do we have to educate you? Like, Google is free. <laughs> so it's like, why do we have to be the voice of, like, all rape survivors? Or, like, why do we have to be the voice of all Latinas? Why do we... Ha- you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. It, it, it gets frustrating after a point, I feel like, trying to educate people. And it's kind of like you keep repeating yourself. And, you know, they have their view. You have your views. They thought it was a joke. You thought it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, in a sense... When you do try to give people a second chance and you do try to educate them, it's kind of like talking to a wall. Yeah, like I don't think it, it's your responsibility mm-hmm. to guide everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, that that's just based off of our discretion, you know, who's worth the being that voice or worth the education mm-hmm. and who's not. And we don't know until yeah. we do it or we don't do it. Yeah. Um, so it's not like something I would do all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't give everybody fucking chances. Yeah. But, you know, some, I think some things are just maybe worth the chance and some maybe not. Yeah. But this one, I don't know. That's hard. That's, that's a very touchy situation. That's not even something that I would joke about, especially in a two month time span of talking to somebody because I really don't even know your type of yeah. joking style. You know, I don't know right, what you consider true. like okay to say and not okay so that's a really hard situation and and that would really have to be up to you whether or not it's worth giving that another chance right that's it yep that's all all right all right guys thank you so much for listening don't forget to like share comment subscribe please give us a rating on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts bye deuce deuce mother goose